Hello, my name is Adriana Bankston. Today I'm going to tell you a story entitled Can you ever escape your personal and scientific bubbles? Essentially, this is how I felt my entire life, trapped in a bubble that I couldn't escape. And what I've learned from this are three key points that I want to share with you. The first is be yourself. The second is celebrate your accomplishments. And the third is appreciate the people who allow you to discover your own path. Ever since I can remember, I've always been a very diligent student. My parents impressed upon me from an early age the old saying that there was no play until your homework is done, and I took that very seriously. I always had a great sense of duty, and as a result, never really celebrated my accomplishments much. Also, I come from a family of scientists who had very high expectations. I spent my childhood going to my parents' lab after high school, or to the Institute of Cellular Biology and Pathology, which my grandparents had built from scratch. Talk about high expectations. Whenever I walked into either of those buildings, everyone knew my name, and I felt like a celebrity, but only by association to my family, and not by anything that I had actually accomplished. This planted in my mind, at an early age, the unrealistic idea that everyone else was superior to me, professionally. I've wanted desperately from early on to have a straightforward path. I imagined that everyone knew what they were supposed to be doing professionally, and that they were surely great at it. Everyone but me. I always thought that I needed to perform better, so that I might live up to where they were, and still stay in the race. As a child, I wanted to be a pediatrician. Deep down, I always knew that I wanted to help people, and medical school seemed like the way to do that. And I wouldn't let anyone talk me out of applying to medical school. When I didn't get in, I adopted another life slogan, which is that everything happens for a reason. Then I got lucky, which has also driven a lot of my life, although my husband calls it being opportunistic. I moved overseas to the U.S. after high school and obtained my subsequent education here. Graduate school and postdoctoral training were both challenging, full of all the things that most people talk about, such as failed experiments, long hours, etc. But none of that really bothered me as much as, much as my own personal struggle, struggles during this time. In graduate school, I wasn't quite prepared for how mature I needed to be. I switched both programs and advisors until I found my place. I suppose being overly stubborn can pay off. I was now slowly starting to realize what I was looking for, and when I truly knew what I wanted out of life, I did not hesitate to go after it. At the end of graduate school, as I still liked science, I decided to pursue a postdoctoral training in order to become a faculty member. I ended up doing a postdoc in Louisville, which was not the high-level place that I expected to land. But perhaps, this was a blessing in disguise, because now the high expectations of being in a prestigious place was removed. I was here, and there was no turning back. So I felt that I could now actually focus on my life path. During this time, I had a lot of time to think about my life. I had also now matured enough to start figuring out that maybe I shouldn't let everyone else dictate where my life was going. I started volunteering for things that actually mattered to me. I toyed with various career prospects until I eventually realized that I didn't want an academic career. I began to feel more confident in my own choices and become less influenced by other people's opinions. 
All my life, I've battled with a discordance between what I'm supposed to be and what I really am, in a professional sense. But things not turning out as I planned actually allowed me to forge my own path in the end. Now, I'm at a point in my life where I feel fortunate enough to have found my true passion, and I cannot articulate enough how much that means, given everything I've been through to find it. I may never become a famous scientist, build an institute, or do what my family or society expects, but now I finally have a sense of freedom that I never felt before. I know what it feels like to have someone give you ownership over your own life, and that is not to be taken lightly. I now have people who cheer me on and celebrate my accomplishments. They ask for and value my opinion and allow me to discover my own direction. Who would have thought that all I had to do was stop listening to everyone else and just do what truly feels right? I'm aware that few of us have this kind of luxury in life to freely explore new directions we want to pursue. But I think this is essential in today's society where everyone is just going forward continuously and may, may not stop to reflect on whether they're heading in the right direction. Thank you for listening to my story and I invite you to share yours as well.